Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. All right, everybody. Good evening as we're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Did you guys know that 15 minutes could save you 15% or more in car insurance? What do you got to do? Visit Geico.com for a free rate. Quote, are you ready to roll? Arnie Spanier, a Saturday night. So many different ways to get into the show. Let me tell you how to jump on in. If you want to send me a tweet, I should be getting them tonight. Like I'm a rock star. Like I'm giving away $100 bills and like I'm a rock star. Like I'm Justin Bieber for crying out loud. Stinking genius one. S-T-I-N-K-I-N. Genius. G-E-N-I-U-S. And the number one. If that's not good enough for you. If you're like, no, 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 no. I've got to do it the old-fashioned way tonight. I, I've got to pick up the phone. I've got to speak to this knucklehead. Uh, 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. Coming up in about 15 minutes from now, Jordan Schultz will stop on by. NFL Insider. He's an analyst for Shutdown Corner at Yahoo Sports. Got a lot of NFL to get to, so that's coming up. The Sager will join us in the last segment. Give us all the news and notes that's going on. And, of course, in hour number two, Vegas Runner live from where else? Las Vegas, the playground for adults. We'll talk to him. Which way are the lines moving? We'll take a look at some futures in baseball because they're all the sightings. Vegas runner coming up in hour number two. All right, lots to get to. Let me start things off right off the bat. Of course, the big signing today. And baseball takes straight front and center 
Is Stanton going to the Yankees? Not a signing, but a, a trade. Because I hear the Yankees had to give up uh, some single-A players that nobody's ever heard of, including myself, and that we'll probably never hear from this point on anyway. But that's okay. Uh, Stanton to the Yankees. And I'm saying, wow, wow. Might, might as well just put them in the World Series right now against the L.A. Dodgers. Because that's what's going on. That's, I mean, the Yankees now are almost unbeatable. They have now won the AL East. They have now won the American League. Might as well just put them in the World Series against the L.A. Dodgers. Because you know that's going to happen. You know, I mean, first of all, Stanton and Judge, to have them at like a one-two punch, and of course, Sanchez isn't too bad either. But forget about that for now. Having them as a, as a one-two punch, incredible. I mean, could you imagine if both those guys put up, what, 40 to 45 home runs? Oh, 90 between the two of them and over 200 RBIs? Oh, my goodness. If you're a Yankee fan, you're celebrating all the way to get your season tickets, if you can afford them, that is. Incredible. Incredible. And that, you know, starts things off. Everybody talking about how great, obviously, Stanton is and the promise of Judge uh, and after what he did last year, it's only going to get better. Are these guys going to be the best, like, one-two punch in, like, the history of sports, if you think about it? Goodness gracious! No, is is that, am I making too much of this, guys? And Raider Ryan's there? I never introduced the crew. Eminem, my producer. not Raider Ryan. Oh, if you're a Raider fan and your name's Ryan, you're Raider Ryan. Am I making too much of this, Raider Ryan, or what? Uh, Raider Ryan's not here, but uh, anyway, yeah. uh, I think you are a little bit, okay? Because the games still need to be played, okay? Yeah, but th- you saw what they both did last year. I mean, that the was show's- last year. Yeah, but the show's tonight, okay? I can't call the boss and say, hey, can you give me eight, nine months off so I can come back at the end of the Major League Baseball season so I can find out if I was right or wrong on who the best one-two punch was in all the sports? The show's tonight. What's wrong with you? Well, do you want to list in alphabetical order? Why, you don't think they're even going to come close to, to what, what are they, are they the, not going to be the next Ruth and Garrick? Are they not the uh, next MJ and Pippen or Kobe and Shaq or, or uh, any of that? Uh, Stockton yeah, and Malone, yes. are they not that? Let's throw in Jordan in there. That, that makes total sense. Arnie, good pitching always beats good hitting. Yeah, well, well slow down on that for a second. I mean, if, they, if these guys put up 45 home runs, and 120 to 125 RBIs. I mean, forget about it. The Yankees, Yankees already in the World Series. Like I said, you put them right up there against the Dodgers. I, I don't know. Am I making too much of the signing? Because everybody, I live on the East Coast. You guys are on the West Coast. The boss is like me, far away from everybody. But out here on the East Coast, the Yankee fans are celebrating. I live in Boston Red Sox territory. They, they're waving the white flag after winning back-to-back AL East titles. There's still a whole winter meetings to go, so there's still a chance for people to retaliate for this. And like like Ryan said, you still have to play the games. And the Yankees have tried this before, and it hasn't worked out. So I'm not saying that it's not going to work out, but let's pump the brakes. I know that, hey, based off of today, we have to look at them and say, man, Sanchez, you got Gregorius, you got Judge, you got Stanton. Two, three, four, five in that lineup is going to be insane. Pump it's the re- brakes what, what, what are you pumping the brakes for? I, we still got to play a season. We still got 162 games. We haven't even gotten to spring training, Arnie. Forget the season. Season over. It's done. So, you're, so, so, you're gonna put your, so, you're put, so you're putting your house down already. 
Let me ask you a question. I'll, I'll bring you another thing. What, now there's super teams in, in baseball. We, we see what the Angels did with Shohei Otani. I'm just going to call him Shea Otani. So we see what the Angels getting Otani. And, of course, with Trout, you want to talk about a one-two combination. So you see what's going on with there. You know the Dodgers are a super team. You know the Yankees are a super team. So am I wrong about that? The Dodgers and the Yankees both will not make the World Series. Neither I one of them you, will. Neither one of them will. If you give me the Dodgers, Yankees, okay, give me the Dodgers, Yankees and the Angels, and you're gonna have all the other teams. The Angels. So 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 uh, so so we're completely forgetting that the Houston Astros just won a World Championship. Houston Astros, Astros, Astros listen, the Indians. Astros, what's wrong with you? Astros have about a two percent chance of going back to the World that Series. Lineup, that lineup, that entire team that? is coming back. That's I, ridiculous. Do you under, Do you understand? Hello, is this microphone on? What's wrong with you guys? Do you understand what the Yankees did today? Do you, do you guys have any, any idea? Okay, let, let me move on from the Yankees for just a second. Let's talk about Shea Otani, who, who signed by the Angels. Are you going to tell me, I, I just want to make sure I understand this right, are you going to tell me that this guy is Clayton Kershaw, except with 40 home runs and 120 RBIs? That, that's what you're telling me, right? He's Babe Ruth. So he's going to give you, what, 15, 17 wins? What, bat 300, give me 40 home runs, and 120 to 125 RBIs. Hello? That's what you're going to tell me is going to happen with this guy? I have a better chance of supermodels coming to ask me to marry them. No, am I, are you serious? Are you serious? Are you telling me that this guy's Clayton Kershaw, but with home runs and RBIs? Is that what you're telling me? No, I'm not telling you that. All I'm saying is no one would want to marry you. Oh, okay. Thank you. <laughs> Seriously. They're, they're calling him Babe Ruth. He's Babe Ruth. He's 15 to 20 wins. I, I, I don't believe it. I, I feel like I'm, I'm reading like an SI article like Sid Finch or whatever. Remember when they made up the made up picture? I, I feel like this guy a made up guy. I, I, I don't believe this. Never in my dreams could I imagine like some super pitcher player, one big combination. I, I, I still don't believe it. I, 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 I find it unthinkable that this guy's going to come in and dominate Major League Baseball. By the way, where's Mike Myers, my producer? Tell me, correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't the baseball different over in Japan than it is in the United States? I didn't know that, but uh, maybe it is. <laughs> maybe that's why people are so obsessed with the fact calling him the Babe Ruth of uh, Japan. No, I'm being serious. Can, can you look that up? Yeah, can you tell I'll, me? I'll check it out. Yeah, they say it. It, it uh, even though he's a really great pitcher, they say it, it favors the hitter. I don't. I, I think like it's wound tighter. It's a different size. I don't know. You got to look that up for me. I heard that somewhere. Let me know if that's going to make much of a difference to this guy. I don't know. I am I am I nuts? Yes. No. It that this guy is going to come in and dominate Major League Baseball. Not only dominate, but dominate in in likes of we've never seen before. Becoming some super hybrid player, like I said, he's a combination of Clayton Kershaw and and, and Judge or. Kershaw and Stanton or something like that? Great pitcher, great hitter? I, I, I don't believe it. And I saw highlights of him striking out Yesiel Puig, and I don't even know what, what kind of game it was. 
you know, if it was an international game or whatever it is, I'm like, okay, so you, so you struck out Puig. I, I should hope that's a give me if you're some super pitcher, super hitter or something like that. You're not making a big deal about that, are you? Unbelievable. Really. I, I, I've got to see this with my own eyes. You know, a month ago, if you would have asked me about Otani, I, I would have no idea what you were talking about. I'd say, what? Who? Some what? He's going to do what? Now everybody, one after another, saying how great this guy is. So I want to know, do you guys believe that this guy is a Clayton Kershaw but can hit like Stan? I, I, I find it hard to believe. So get it, on the, uh, uh, get it on the text. Tell me right now. Stinkin' Genius 1, S-T-I-N-K-I-N. Genius, G-E-N-I-U-S, and the number one. And what do you think about the super teams going on? Now we got three super teams in baseball with the Dodgers, with the Angels now because they get Otani because he's some Superman now, right? And the Yankees, kind of like what we got in basketball with Golden State, with supposedly Cleveland, you know, maybe Boston you put in there. It was supposed to be OKC. Uh, Is that the future of sports? Super teams? Is that what's going on here? Is Is football next to have the super team, even though people think the Patriots are a super team? I don't know. Is that the course we're on? So you guys tell me, Stinkin' Genius 1, S-T-I-N-K-I-N, Genius, G-E-N-I-U-S, and the number one, or 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. A lot to get to. Baker Mayfield wins the Heisman. You know, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, that would be the number one uh, topic. Who won the Heisman? Is he going to be a bust? Or is he going to be great in the NFL? And, and how was the voting down? And how close was it? The Heisman, I don't know. I, I feel you want to talk about losing your luster. Is there any luster left on the Heisman? I mean, we knew who was going to win it. But is that trophy, trophy still as prestigious as it used to be in the 60s and 70s and, and the 80s? Or is it just another award now? Just another trophy that doesn't have the meaning that it used to be. So we're off and running. Stinkin' Genius 1, S-T-I-N-K-I-N. Genius, G-E-N-I-U-S, and the number one. Or get on in on the phones, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. Jordan Schultz stops on by. NFL insider, analyst for Shutdown Corner at Yahoo Sports. Got some NFL to get to. That's coming up next. Right here on Fox Sports Radio. What does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more in car insurance? Uh, It means you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. I get so crabby working this shift when Arizona plays and now they're down by 6 to Alabama. I, I just get so crabby. Trying to do a show and watching my Wildcats. I haven't seen a more talented team look like garbage this season. It's driving me crazy. All right, uh, let's go out to the Geico Fox Sports Celebrity Hotline. Joining us now, NFL Insider Analyst for Shutdown Corner at Yahoo Sports, it's Jordan Schultz. How you doing, Jordan? Hey, Arnie, I'm doing real well. How are you? Good, my friend. Thanks for stopping by. First thing I want to ask you, all these hits that are going on in the NFL, and I'm not just going to get into one, you know, uh, whether it was headhunting or targeting or anything like that. Is this really a place where we want to start going? Is this going to be the new NFL, whether we like it or not, just get used to it or what? 
I think, Arnie, we're at a pretty interesting spot because fans, for the first time, are educated to the point where we understand exactly what's going on, and we understand concussions, we understand CTE. And, you know, if you watch, for example, the Pittsburgh-Cincinnati game, um, you know, 10, 15 years ago, Arnie, that game would have been celebrated as, you know, real football. And instead, we watched it, and even if you watch 15, 20 minutes, you know, the chippiness, some of the after, um, you know, after after play happenings, there was there was one after another, and it wasn't just the dirty stuff. It was clean stuff that was really dirty, and people didn't celebrate it. You know, clean hits that were, um, you know, nasty. And instead right. of being celebrated, we were left as fans wondering and questioning the future of the league. So I just think as we are more educated and as we will continually learn more about concussions and head injuries, um, that is the direction where the league is going. All right, and, and I can't take the debate anymore uh, about the Thursday night game. If they don't want it anymore, let's get rid of it. I know it brings in a lot of money. I, I don't have a solution for that. I'm, I'm, I'm burnt out with the whole argument and the, the injuries and it's bad football. The, the guys are getting hurt, but they don't get the extra 100000 or whatever yeah. they get. That's it. I, I'm not the a, money comes back. Yeah, I'm not a fan of uh, Thursday night football in the sense that you, you see such a spike in injuries, and the juxtaposition between Thursday nights and Sundays, uh, that extra three days rest, the trauma that guys' bodies go through, clearly uh, has impacted the, the, the quality of the game and injuries. Now, some injuries are just going to happen, and I was there Thursday night in Atlanta. There were a couple of concussion head injuries, but uh, bottom line is players don't like it, and, and I think most, I would say most teams probably don't like it. Jordan Schultz joining us on the Fox Sports a Celebrity Hotline. Raiders go to Kansas City. Boy, I've never seen a team like this reeling before after going 5-0. and I mean, you talk about a must-win uh, for, the, for the Kansas City Chiefs. They've got to get this one. Uh, I'm wondering, do they bounce back? What has happened? Are they going to change quarterbacks? As Alex Smith have the rest of the year, the fans got to be beside themselves. You know, the, the, the tricky part for Kansas City is, you know, they were they were five and zero. If if they don't make the playoffs, and I, I don't think they are going to make the playoffs, if they don't make the playoffs, it's going to be one of the bigger collapses in the past twenty years. If you go back, it's wow. happened four times, four times uh, in in NFL history, um, or since the uh, they expanded the wild card in, in the early nineties. So you know, Kansas City's in a tough spot because Alex Smith has returned to being, you know, not you know, not necessarily bad, but you know, all their stuff is now that was down the field is now underneath again. Um, and some of those big gadget plays they had with Tyreek Hill earlier in the year, uh, Kareem Hunt with the screen game, you know, none of that's been there. And I think, you know, really their only consistent offense has been Travis Kelsey. And unfortunately, there's going to continually be fans saying, we want Patrick Mahomes. I don't think it's going to happen. Um, you know, Alex Smith, when he, when he plays for his job, like, as he did last week against the Jets, you know, he was very good. Um, I, the Raiders are another weird team because they were – and I'm first to admit, Arnie, I thought they were going to have a really good year. And they're 6-6. Six and six. It looks like they turned around a little bit, but you know, Derek Carr hasn't been the same. And from a perspective of Amari Cooper, he's been as big a disappointment as anybody. Let me ask you this, Jordan. And by the way, Jordan Schultz joining us uh, right here on the Geico Fox Sports Celebrity Hotline. Uh, when you take a look at the NFL right now, and boy, it's coming down the crunch time uh, out there. Which game is the most important right now to go ahead and stay alive? I'm thinking Green Bay because they're dying to get Aaron Rodgers back. Yeah, so Green Bay goes to Cleveland, and 
Everybody thinks Green Bay is going to win this game. I, oh, I think I'm not Cleveland, so sure about that. Yeah. No, I'm not either. And I, I you know, you know, Brett Hundley last week got celebrated for, you know, that he's two and five. And he was a starter. He, he had over under 100 yards passing. Uh, he had a couple of good throws late in the game. But you know, Green Bay is, with the exception of Jamal Williams, that whole offense uh, has not been the same. I, I think Cleveland has an opportunity to to win this game, at least keep it close. Now, if they do win the Packers, they're seven and six. But um, you know. Atlanta, for example, has a tiebreaker over them. Green Bay has a tiebreaker over Seattle. So, essentially, they'd have to win out, I believe. Uh, but if Rodgers does come back, it obviously makes things very interesting in the NFC. Uh, Jordan, <laughs> I'm going to have to ask this person to return back their Hall of Fame trophy, and, and that's Dak Prescott. Oh, my goodness, were we wrong about this guy? I mean, forget about Hall of Fame, everybody. Forget about uh, all-pro, great quarterback. Is this guy going to be like a one-year, one-hit wonder now, or what? Dak's not necessarily on a highway to the Hall of Fame, but he is somebody that, I mean, there's a lot to like about him. Um, you know, he, he obviously has not been the same without Ezekiel Elliott, but, um, you know, I, I still think he is one of the premier young quarterbacks in the league. You know, he, he's really smart. The players like him. Um, you know, he's had a couple really bad games, Arnie, without Zeke. But, you know, from a play-action standpoint, uh, typically his accuracy is very good. Uh, and a dual threat. There's not a lot of guys like him, um, but clearly they're not the same offense without Elliott. There's, there's no question about it. He's not the same quarterback. If you were looking for a quarterback then, who are you going for? Sam Darnold, Josh Rosen, Baker Mayfield, Lamar Jackson. Who's your pick out of the bunch? Um, I'm not sold on necessarily any. I really like Baker Mayfield. How about that? You know, wow. A lot of people think Rosen's going to go one. Um, you know, he, he has as good an arm as you'll ever see, and I'm not a quarterback guru, but I've seen UCLA play five times. He makes unbelievable throws. Darnold, when he's – it looks like when, when, they, when USC played UCLA, I thought Darnold looked shaky. Like, it, the difference between him and Rosen was, was – there was a lot there in terms of, like, the dichotomy. Rosen just looked like an NFL quarterback. Darnold looked like he was kind of over the place. And Baker Mayfield is not the classic drop-back guy. He's going to measure at six feet, probably 215, 20 pounds. But he's got a huge arm. I love the swag. Um, the fact that he has almost 50 touchdowns, he can run it. Um, I, I like him a lot. And he's not a conventional quarterback. But as we've seen with Dak and with Russell Wilson, Arnie, you don't necessarily need a conventional quarterback in today's game. Jordan, by the way, is the Heisman a big deal anymore? Has it lost his luster? Like, were you like, oh, and we knew Baker Mayfield was going to win, but you're like, oh, I can't wait. This, what a beautiful event and all that, or, or just no big deal anymore? I, today was, was strange because there wasn't necessarily a runaway. I think everybody kind of assumed Baker Mayfield. But last year, some of the years we've had in the past with, you know, with Mariota when he won it or when Jameis won it, you, you had that, that really special season where it was so dominant. The Heisman's still special. The, the issue is that when you don't have a guy that's – I mean, Mayfield was dominant, dominant this year, but you didn't have like a runaway player that we've had in years past, even like a Lamar Jackson. I, I, I'm a big Heisman guy, but I also like all the awards. You know, the fact that Mayfield won the Maxwell and the Heisman says a lot about the year he had. It's just that he didn't get the national exposure from the very beginning to the end, whereas like in years past you've had certain guys that won it because they were great all year. Or Griffin, when RG3 won it, he was great for four weeks. He was he was dominant. Yeah. Mayfield was just really good all year. Uh, good job, Jordan. We'll have to have you on again, especially I know you do college basketball also, right, my friend? College hoops. And, and how about this Monday night game? I, I like Miami in the upset. 
Oh, I like them too. I, I think they're going to go ahead and get them. I like them in this one also. Why do you think they'll pull off the upset? You know, they always play tough against New England. They hit Brady the last game. Uh, they're missing Cannon on the line. The combination of Sue and Wake, you're talking about two of the premier defensive uh, ends in the league. You know, Wake has had a great year. And I, and I also think that from an offensive standpoint, they're going to be able to capitalize on, let's say, two turnovers. I think it's an, a, a low-scoring game, and I think New England gets, loses their first game in 11 weeks. Oh, wow. I love that. That's going to make a big, uh, uh, you know, uh, mess things up before they get to the Pittsburgh game. Jordan, great job. Love it. We'll have to do it again. Appreciate you stopping by. You got it. Thanks so much, Arnie. Take care. Jordan Schultz, everybody. NFL Insider, analyst from the down corner at Yahoo Sports. What are you hitting the buzzer for? I didn't say anything. <laughs> the Dolphins are going to beat the Patriots. <laughs> You're rooting for them, are you not? Are you not pulling for the Dolphins on Monday? Dude, I hate the Patriots, but I'm not stupid. Wow. With no Gronk? You're not going to say anything about that? No Gronk? It's the Dolphins. I know. It's, <laughs> it's been a lousy year. I wish I wasn't a Dolphin fan. Out of all my teams, that's the one team I wish I wasn't a fan of anymore. <laughs> Ohio State would beat the Dolphins. Stop. You're, you know, you're a Raider fan. That doesn't say any better for you for crying out loud. Um, who's in first place in the AFC West? You know, that's like you giving me grief because I'm, um, you know, 25 pounds overweight. When you're 50 pounds overweight, what's wrong okay, with you? Okay, first of all, you're about 80 pounds overweight. Okay, that makes you 75 if you're rooting for the Raiders. No, no, I'm slim trim, ripped, chiseled, slim. and jacked. Love has an army, and you could join the fight. Help the Salvation Army fight for those in need all over the community this Christmas by going to foxsportsradio.com and clicking on the red kettle icon to donate. Or call 1-833-SAL-JOIN. That's 1-833-SAL-JOIN. So uh, that is for the Salvation Army. All right, uh, DeSager. We'll talk to DeSager. DeSager, what's going on? Hey there. With my Arizona. Again, I can't keep doing the show. I know. While the Arizona game is going on anymore. Alabama winning at Arizona 58-53. Still 12 and a half minutes to go. <sighs> By the way, what none of us have figured out is why is the New Yorker a Dolphin fan in the first place? Why not Mets and Jets? You like the Mets. Most Mets fans are Jets yeah, fans. I know that. I know that. There's something always wacky about me, and I always was to the Giants. And, and as for the Dolphins, I was... I, I, look, don't pretend like I'm. Uh, don't you know? Put me in the jumping on the bandwagon thing, but I I liked them right around when they had that perfect season too. So yeah. okay, so oh, you wow, jumped on the bandwagon. I know you're judging me with right Bob now. Greasy. Okay. By the way, you asked about. We're going to get to the baseball news. You asked about the Japanese baseball. I had yeah. read someone that said it might be a few grams lighter the ball they use in the Japanese leagues compared to here. The big so thing it flies is out better, huh? That that, oh, that would be possible. The big uh, thing to me is the I length of the fences. You remember when? Saruharu Oh broke Hank Aaron's career home yeah. run record. Famous video that they kept showing it. It dropped into like row three of a short porch in right field. To my knowledge, still, none of the ballparks in the Japanese leagues is center field more than 400 feet. It's 400 maximum. And, of course, there's some short down the line. So, yes, it is a little easier. I'm not expecting Otani's home run numbers. Are you saying this guy isn't Clayton Kershaw and Stanton all put together? <laughs> yeah, he's, he's not Babe Ruth. Let's just put What's, it that. That's what everybody's that doesn't mean he, I said that. That doesn't mean he can't make an all-star team. But let's not be expecting 30 home runs and 20 wins every no, year. That's no, a that, little that, silly. That, I'm not expect, that's what they told me. That's what you told me. I am not expecting that. Put that put it that way. The Angels did say at the press conference today that their new signee Shohei Otani will not play the outfield. He could pitch in a six-man rotation and DH. 
The Yankees will reportedly acquire Giancarlo Stanton from the Marlins for second baseman Starlin Castro and two spro- two prospects that's not yet official. Is that the best one-two punch now in all of sport in the history of sports? That's going to mean a hundred homers and three hundred strikeouts per year. What, isn't that going to be him. like 250 RBIs, too? <laughs> and Judge, yeah, it's, it's going to be phenomenal with those two. Must-see TV. Like the Yankees weren't getting good enough local TV ratings before. Stanton could opt out after 2020, by the way. Quarterback Baker Mayfield of Oklahoma won the Heisman Trophy. He had 46 total touchdowns, only five interceptions this season. Essentially, he did not have a bad game. Even in their one loss to Ohio State way back in October, he still threw for over 300 yards, had three total touchdowns and no interceptions. Beat TCU twice in the last month of the season to win his conference title. He had seven touchdown passes, no interceptions in those games. And Arnie, in the final balloting, Baker Mayfield, as far as first place votes, 732. Second place got 75 first place votes. So all the shenanigans didn't cost him any votes or anything like that? Uh, it may have had a few people leave him off the ballot entirely. No, but was he, he left off the ballot? He he received 86% of the possible voting points, though, nonetheless, which is third highest since 1950. If somebody left him off the ballot, they should have their votes taken away. Who did totally, OJ vote for? Totally agree. Yeah, exactly. Ex-Heisman winners yeah. do get a vote. The second place guy was Stanford running back Bryce Love and third place last year's winner, Louisville quarterback. Lamar Jackson. As far as the NBA, currently under 20 seconds left in overtime, and the Grizzlies are leading Oklahoma City 101 to 98. If OKC loses this, they'll be 11 and 14 on the Whoa. season. Paul George is out tonight with a bruised calf. Kevin Love in Cleveland was out tonight with a sore hip, but the Cavs still beat Philadelphia 105-98. Robert Covington of Philly did leave late in the game with a back injury. He averages 15 points per game. Atlanta got a rare win. Chicago with a rare victory. Lakers and Milwaukee each with wins. And currently, oh, Spurs just won. And currently at Portland in the late game at 78-74. Blazers over the Rockets. Six minutes to go in the third. The Rockets, if they can come back and win this, will be 20-4 and four on the season. The college upset, Boston College yeah. beat number one Duke, 89-84. A lot more college hoops coming up in 10 minutes. All right, thanks a lot to Sagers. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Easy to save 15% or more with car insurance with Geico. All you have to do is go to geico.com or give them a call at 1-800-947-AUTO. And the only hard part, well, that's figuring out which way is easier. I know you guys don't care about my Arizona Wildcats. I, I got my eye on that game. I get, I get so cranky uh, when they lose. It, it's always tough in April, or excuse me, in March Madness when I got to watch them, and I'm on the air. And, and gosh, what really kills me about this whole thing is Ever since Plank and I have been doing the show, he's been getting good luck with his teams, and I've been like the kiss of death for my teams. He has Oklahoma in the four-team championship. He had Oklahoma basketball in the uh, Final Four. And my teams have been just stinking ever since we've been partnered up like five years ago. Maybe Plank is the kiss of death. Maybe he's the reason why. My team stink. Ever since Raider Riot joined the show, my teams have gone further on down. They've really Good. just bottomed out. That brings joy to my life. <laughs> I, I, I can't take it anymore. I seriously get really cranky when I come do the show. Because every time I do the show, one of my teams lose. Whether it's Saturday or Sunday. Just unbelievable. Hey, by the way, speaking about being cranky, uh, there's going to be two people cranky uh, for the New Year's. Because obviously Georgia's going to be playing Oklahoma. 
And Georgia is a, about a two-point favorite in that game. And Alabama and Clemson. Alabama now a two-and-a-half-point favorite in that game. Uh, let me make this perfectly clear. If I could sell every piece of clothing and uh, every piece of belonging that I possibly have in the world, I would put the whole thing on Alabama minus two and a half. I will sell my clothes, my TVs, my computer, my phones, anything I could sell, I would sell. My dogs, anything. That, that is a steal. Not only do I expect Alabama to win the game, I think they're going to open up the whole can of whoop-ass on Clemson. First of all, Clemson is not going to move the ball on this Alabama defense. Have they even played a defense close to what Alabama is up there? Second of all, Alabama's offense, at times, yeah, it struggles, and of course they get hurt in the passing game. I think they're going to be able to move the ball against Clemson. Clemson's defense not all that great. I love Alabama in this game. I love Alabama in this game. Are you kidding me? That's like stealing. And, of course, Georgia and Oklahoma. As much as I like to root against Chris Plank, my partner, on Sundays, because that's the type of person I am, and that's why people hate me, um, Oklahoma wins this game. Going to be a lot closer than the Alabama-Clemson game. But Oklahoma's offense is going to be too much for Georgia. Georgia's not going to be able to keep up with them. What happens if Oklahoma puts like 38 points on the board? And that is possible because Georgia's defense, you know, as good as they may be, hasn't faced an offense like that. So if Oklahoma puts up like 38 points, game over. If Oklahoma puts up 31 points, game over. Georgia's not going to be able to keep up. It's not going to happen. The championship game is going to be Oklahoma and Alabama. And that's going to be a good one. But I expect Alabama to win it all and get the national championship. I'm looking forward to it. I mean, this is going to be a great, uh, you know, four, uh, four-team playoff. I'm, I'm going to enjoy it much. You know, some of the other bowl games, there are some good matchups. But unfortunately, now these bowl games are meaningless. All we care is really about the four-team playoff. I mean, as good as LSU-Notre Dame may be, do we really care about that? Do we really care about USC and Ohio State? And by the way, just on that note, and I'm not telling the kids what to do, but if I'm a Sam Darnold, if I'm a Josh Rosen, how could you expect these guys to play in a bowl game? And I know Darnold has a little bit more to play for because they're playing Ohio State, but I would not, you know, begrudge these guys if they said, you know what, I'm going to pass on the bowl game and just get ready for the NFL. You have to worry about yourself. I know this wasn't like this in the years past and back in the old day, but let's be honest, times have changed. And you saw what happened last year and the year before with the injuries, before guys, seniors getting injured with ripped up knees like butts from uh, Michigan. I can't blame these kids if they want to say, you know, enough is enough. I'm, I'm just going to end my college career and get ready for the NFL and not risk injury in a meaningless bowl game because I'm not in the 14 playoff. And last year, we gave these guys so much grief in the year before, but this year, I, I, I don't even know how we could do that. If I'm Darnold, even if i more so Josh Rosen, I got to say, hey, I, I don't know if I – and look, I'm not telling him what to do. If he wants to play, great. I think that's fantastic. But if he didn't want to play, I would be behind him also.
I would say, hey, I'm behind you. I understand, fully understand why you don't want to go out there. Fully understand why you want to protect yourself. But if he does want to play, good for him, too. Get on out there. All right, Stink It Genius 1, S-T-I-N-K-I-N. Genius, G-E-N-I-U-S, and the number one. Or you could jump in 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. When we get back, the Sega will join us. How my, how's my Wildcats doing? He'll get us caught up in all the other scores out there. What's going on with the latest news and notes? The Sega will let us know right here on Fox Sports Radio. DeAndre will pick up the first down, I believe. Pete Morelli says first down, Raiders, the game is over. And the Raiders will win this football game. And they will get to 6-6. Six and six. I, I never even said play that. I didn't say, hey, come back with a clip from... From the Raiders-Dolphins game. I didn't even remotely say that. Uh, by the way, great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Just switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. I, 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 didn't, I didn't say to play that, though. I didn't say, hey, let's come back with some Miami-Oakland stuff. I, it's, it's bad enough I got to lose the game. I don't have to hear it again. All right, let's go out to DeSager. I'm, oh, well. I'm really crabby tonight. This is my Arizona Wildcats. <laughs> if they don't win, you should see me then, DeSager. You know, these Wildcats were so highly ranked until that holiday tournament where they lost three straight, but they won their three games before that, and they won their three games since, including upsetting top 10 Texas A&M yeah, saw this that week. One. Yeah. Yeah, they saw are that. tied at home against Alabama with about eight minutes left right now, 67-67. <sighs> Number one, Duke lost at Boston College to open conference play in the ACC, 89-84. Duke had been 11-0. I must mention that last night, Taylor University of Indiana held its silent night for the 21st consecutive year. The crowd is actually silent in a packed gym until the home team scores its 10th point of I the night. I think I've seen that before. It that's makes a, for a great cool video, thing. yes. Yeah, it does. Here it does. is the sound of the home team at the foul line, they have nine points early in the game. This is going to make it ten. Nobody is making any noise. And then they go nuts, and the fans storm the court in the wait, first wait, when half. When they score ten points, or when do they, when do yeah, they get when it, loud? Yeah, when it gets up to ten. And they're do all they wearing, get a technical foul for that? Probably. They're all wearing Halloween costumes. The game stops. The opponent even has to walk off the court. Can you imagine if they did that in, like, the Duke-North Carolina game? Or, or, <laughs> and, and, and it was in North Carolina and they did that for Coach K? I oh cannot. My goodness, he would lose his marbles. Anyway, if you if you see the video of any of the over the years, Taylor University in Indiana with the silent night game. By it, the way, I want. Do you believe that this Otani guy is Clayton Kershaw and and Stanton put together? You buying that? Uh, I don't think anybody is. So no, no, that he's Babe Ruth. I, I th- well, nobody's Babe Ruth either. So no, once again, that doesn't mean he can't be an all star. Well, what, what is, I want some numbers from you. 15, 15 wins? Okay, how about 15 wins, 15 homers? Oh, 15 wins, 15. Well, oh, actually, oh, if, sudden, 15 wait a minute. And what? If they go to if six-man rotation, he's not going to get 15 no, wins. he's not going to get double-digit okay, wins, Mr. So Babe Ruth. Let's say 11 or 12 wins and 15 homers, and he hits 280. That's a I great season. I bet you doesn't even do that. 
you know, he's still very young. He's going to have a lot of years in the major leagues. He's oh, just now coming you. over. Yeah, good luck to you, Babe Ruth. Uh, Fox is, do you uh, realize, carrying the Rams-Eagles game at the Coliseum tomorrow. It was not flexed to Sunday night, so Fox gets to keep it. So since Fox is usually in L.A., right. they're going out of studio tomorrow, and they're going to do their pregame show and everything else with the desk and the guys at the Coliseum, outside the Coliseum, like it's a college game day or something. The problem is it's going to be 9 a.m. when the show starts in Los Angeles. Get out of here. They're not going to have a huge crowd of people outside the Coliseum. So one of the writers actually found a casting call online that they're looking for talent to work Sunday morning to be part of the pregame show. Oh, how funny. As I have long suspected for those Super Bowl halftimes, for example, when people are going nuts during the halftime concert, that I assume all of those people are paid. And then they usher them back out after halftime show ends. You're going to be seeing, no doubt, some paid people if it's a large crowd outside the Coliseum. Now, paid on people pre-game. that are fans of other teams or just paid people that no, don't know what the heck they're doing? Not even, uh, not e- well, you just have to act excited. These are, this is a town of actors and extras. Oh How much do they pay for something like that? Well, if it's extra work, it's not that much and it won't be very good condition. So, congratulations. An hour? So and welcome to, to Hollywood. Yeah. You're very excited. Yeah, I got nothing else to do on an NFL yeah, Sunday. Yeah, you exactly. should do that. Uh, college hoops. I'm going to remember you said that when you asked for next year off to see the Dodgers <laughs> World Series. I'm going to remember that. Uh, in college hoops and college football, the two big stories, I suppose, tonight. We mentioned uh, some of college hoops. There was a game in New Jersey, by the way. Number 5 Florida beat 17th-ranked Cincinnati 66-60. Cincinnati's at UCLA next Saturday. In fact, the Bruins are on national TV three straight Saturdays. It's going to be against Kentucky in a couple weeks. It's just not the same without a, a, a ball on the team. You know what I mean? It's just not the same. That's right. That one whole year they had a, somebody yeah. from the ball family Yeah, but on the that team. whole year is like worth seven years of sports talk. You well, it was good. That. It was exciting. Oh, my goodness. It was it fun. Was UCLA today had a 15-point lead, blew it at Michigan, and the Wolverines come back for an overtime win against the Bruins, 78-69. UCLA had won at the buzzer against uh, Wisconsin last month. Wisconsin's now 4-7. and seven. The Marquette killed Wisconsin today, 82-63. Unranked Louisville beat unranked Indiana 71-62. to Do you know tonight Washington State lost to UTEP 76-69? And UTEP lost their coach, didn't they? Yeah, because they'd had such a poor start and they beat Washington Gosh, State. I'm going to quit because we stink, but we'll still be Washington State. <laughs> Cal won at San Diego State 63-62. Creighton is unranked so far, but 7-2. and They beat Nebraska. Uh, South Carolina need a late three-point play to edge Coastal Carolina. Arizona now up three with under eight minutes to go against Alabama. The Baker Mayfield win for the Heisman Trophy. Are you aware that in Heisman history, which goes back many decades, Alabama's program has two Heisman Trophy wins, Georgia with two, Miami Hurricanes two. Army has won three Heisman Trophies (laughs) back in the 1940s and 50s. Oklahoma's now won six Army's, believe wow. it or not, tied for fifth all-time on the list. Oklahoma's now tied for third with Where's USC. USC? USC counts as six Heisman wins because Reggie Bush's win oh, does not count. It. Give it back to him. Stop it. <laughs> it's just six for USC, seven for Notre Dame, seven for Ohio State. In fact, that was the last time we had a senior win the Heisman Trophy was Ohio State senior quarterback Troy Smith in 2006. And now Baker Mayfield has finished top four in voting three times. In his All right, career. thanks a lot to Sager. Our, oh, we just flew right by hour number one. We crushed it. We crushed it. We're going to come back, reset, again, a little bit into the NFL Week 13, uh, a little bit more what's going on with baseball. Vegas Runner's going to join us. We'll get my picks all right here on Fox Sports Radio. 
All right, everybody, good evening as we are coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Did you guys know that 15 minutes could save you 15% or more in car insurance? What do you got to do? Visit Geico.com for a free rate, quote, power hour of the show. Vegas runner going to join us at about 18, 19 past the hour. Live from where else? Las Vegas, which way are the lines moving? Which ones are getting the most play? Which way the Joes are going? Which way the pros are going? Vegas runner coming up at about 18, 19 past the hour. You'll get my picks coming up at about 45 past the hour. Uh, you already know who I like in the college football games. I'm all over Alabama. I'm all over Oklahoma. And I love Alabama uh, to win the whole thing. Not a lot of value in that. We'll talk to Vegas runner about that also as we get you ready for week 13. Uh, the Heisman's in, no doubt about it. It is Baker Mayfield. Just want to know from you guys, and you could tweet this to me. You don't have to call it on that. Stinking Genius 1, S-T-I-N-K-I-N, Genius, G-E-N-I-U-S, and the number one. Out of the four big quarterbacks out there, the Sam Darnolds, the Josh Rosens, the Baker Mayfields, the Lamar Jacksons, I'm not even going to say Josh Allen out of Wyoming or anything like that. We'll stick with those four quarterbacks. Which one's going to be a all-pro and which one's going to be a bust? And i got to be honest with you. I'm thinking this is going to be a deep quarterback class. And I usually don't say this because I'm very critical about the quarterback position. But I think Sam Darnold is going to amount to a really good quarterback in the NFL. I know people are questioning Josh Rosen, but I think he's going to be a very good quarterback in the NFL. As much as I don't like Baker Mayfield's attitude and some of his antics, I believe he's going to be a very good quarterback in the NFL. I think he's going to be better than people are going to give him credit for. And I think Lamar Jackson is going to be a good quarterback in the NFL also. So I think all four are going to go ahead and, and, and show promise when, to the, when they get to the NFL. I think it's going to be one of the better quarterback classes since, what, 1983? When there were six quarterbacks taken in the first round. Am I crazy on that? Am I missing out? Is there going to be a bust in one of the four? And maybe I just don't see it. So stinking genius one, S-T-I-N-K-I-N, genius, G-N-I-U-S, and the number one. All right, a few things that we got to to start the show off. Uh, of course, uh, Stanton, now a member of the Yankees, or it's going to be official if it's not official yet. And I'm wondering, first of all, that's incredible. Between him and Judge, just him and Judge alone, you're looking at what, 80 home runs? Possibly 90 home runs? And how many RBIs? 220? 250? That's absolutely incredible. You might as well put them in the World Series right now. Let's be honest. They haven't won the AL East the last two years and went to the Red Sox. You might as well just put them in now. Nobody's going to beat them with that type of lineup. They're almost unbeatable. Baseballs now have their version of the super teams like they have in the NBA. You got the Yankees, you got the Dodgers. Maybe you even have the Angels now that they got Otani uh, to go ahead and go with Trout. Is that the new way of sports when you have like three super teams in the NBA? Now you have like three super teams in Major League Baseball? Is the NFL next? Are we just about a, a league of super teams where there's only like three or four teams that could win it all? And nobody else really has a chance. I mean, think about that for a second. Because now we have it in baseball. 
Nobody's really paying attention to go what goes on in hockey. And you really can't have a super team in hockey because no matter, no matter how, many, how many times you dominate the regular season, when the playoffs start, it's a whole different entity. It's not like the NBA. So is this the new sports? Is this where we're headed with these super teams now in baseball and in basketball? Is football next? Stinking Genius 1, S-T-I-N-K-I-N, Genius G-N-I-U-S and the number one. Now, we were talking about Che Otani being signed by the Angels. Now, either he's Babe Ruth or he's not Babe Ruth. You heard the Sager say, well, hey, hey, maybe 15 home runs and 10 or 11 wins. No, no, no. Babe Ruth doesn't have only 10 or 11 wins in a year. Babe Ruth doesn't hit uh, 10 or 15 home runs in a year. Not when you're the new Babe Ruth. Wow. I know he's not around anymore. I know he's not around, but I mean, come on. If you're the next Babe Ruth, you've got, I'm not even going to ask for 20 wins. 15 will suffice. Give me 15 wins. Give me uh, 40 home runs. And I'll just say 120 RBIs. I won't even push it up another five. That's, That's what Babe Ruth would do. By the way, I'm getting tons of tweets like, Mr. Nice Guy, you're uh, certifiably insane. Uh, Well, I'll hit the like button. On what, though? What am I insane about? What am I wrong about? What exactly am I saying that doesn't make sense to you? That's what I want to know. Is it about the Yankees? By the way, when I talk about the Yankees and that one-two punch with Stanton and Judge, I brought this up earlier. Could they become one of the best one-two punches in all the sports? I mean, think about that. If they get... If they have the combination, 80 home runs, 250 RBIs, and bat like 280 to 300. Dang, what a one-two combination that would be. Unbelievable. But anyway, back to Otani. Is this guy the real deal? I mean, I find it hard to believe that there's a guy out there that's part Clayton Kershaw and part Stanton. I, I, it's amazing. I mean, Seriously. That's that's an athlete. We've never seen the likes of that before. And he's going to come over here and dominate like that? I believe it when I see it. I'm not going to say he's not going to be a decent player, but I don't think he's even going to live up to uh, Babe Ruth. I don't think he's going to live up. I don't even know if he's going to bat 250, to be honest with you. I'm not sure he's going to bat more than 250. Babe Ruth doesn't bat 250. I don't know if he's going to give you double-digit wins. Babe Ruth would give you more than double-digit wins. I know everybody's trying to market him as the next big thing. Well, now you've got my attention. A month ago, I wouldn't know who this guy was. I've only been talking about him recently because on my local show, I have a, one of my co-hosts is like a big baseball geek, and, and he just is totally into this. So I've been, I've been like kind of following what's going on and wondering which team was going to get him. I didn't think it was going to be the Angels, by the way. I thought for sure he was going to end up with the Dodgers or Yankees. But now we know who's going to be in the World Series now. It's, it's going to be the Dodgers and the Yankees. You might as well take that to the bank right now. What? What, what did I say wrong? What's wrong on that? The Dodgers will not make it to the World Series, and the Yankees will not make it to the World it's Series. It's already done. No, it's Go not, by your... Arnie. You I told why Sager it's not going to happen? You want to know why it's not going to happen? Because you just said it's going to happen. The Sager's going to put it in the update, so you know it's going to happen. 
And the Sager's going to say the World Series has been quenched. It's going to be the Dodgers. And uh, it's going to go ahead and be the Yankees. I mean, seriously, they're the super teams out. I don't know any team that could be the Yankees. It's amazing because the Astros have like a 2% chance of going back and winning the World Series. That's what this does with the pickup with the Yankees. That's what this does with the signing that the Angels have with Otani. All of a sudden, in a matter of, what, 24 to 48 hours, now we have three super teams. And that's it. Just three. Unbelievable. That's where baseball has gone. So I want to get your thoughts on that. Is Otani going to real be the real deal? Are we making too much of him? Is he not even going to be close to Babe Ruth out there? Stinkin' Genius 1, S-T-I-N-K-I-N, Genius, G-E-N-I-U-S, and the number one. Or 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. Artie, the quarterback class is trash. Yeah, I don't see it that way. You're like 100% against what I said there. And pitching wins championships. All right, well, if pitching wins championships, then the Yankees have no chance. Is that what you're telling me? And they do have decent pitching. But when you have a hitter's murderous row like they have, I just don't see anybody beating them. I don't even see it coming close. Like I said, it's going to be the Dodgers and the Angels. Uh, Excuse me, the Dodgers and the Yankees uh, right off the bat. You can hit that buzzer all you want. I don't care. And when the Dodgers and the Yankees make it, now because you hit that buzzer, the Sager doesn't get time off. What do you think about that? I'm making sure the Sager doesn't get time off to to enjoy the World Series of his uh, L.A. Dodgers. Look, I'm a huge Dodger fan, but I'm going to be real here. Okay, It's not going to happen. Look look at uh, what I'm getting in in the uh, text. Otani has 48 career home runs. He's not a power hitter. Well... Babe Ruth was. If he's going to be the next Babe Ruth, he better be a power hitter. But he's coming over to to Major League Baseball. No doubt he should be able to dominate now. I don't want to be, okay, then if he's not going to hit home runs, what's he exactly going to do then? Hit 300 then, right? If he's not going to give me home runs, and you're telling me there's only going to be like, what, five or ten home runs, then he better hell hit 300 and give me about 100 plus RBIs then. Right? And I guess he could run real fast, as fast as Mike Trout. Well, if that's true, you better give me like 40 or 50 stolen bases too then. I'm not letting up. I mean, if you're going to be touted as the next Babe Ruth, you better show me something. You better show me something. I want to see what you got. I want to see, you know, I was in Los Angeles when Fernando Mania took off. I've never seen anything like that in my entire life. I mean, you thought this Lonzo Ball and all that stuff was was crazy? Nothing, like nothing, was like Fernando Mania. People got swept up on it. You couldn't get tickets to the game. People were trying to figure out when Fernando was going to pitch so they could buy tickets. People were buying tickets the day before, the day of, the day after, just to make sure they would see Fernando. That's how crazy Fernando Mania was. If this guy's even close to the next Babe Ruth, there's going to be Otani Mania. I'm telling you that. Will there be? Is this guy going to show up? Is this guy going to put up the big stats out there? I don't see it. I just don't think he could do it. I mean, you talk about high expectations. I've got my serious doubts, serious doubts that this guy's And now you're telling me he's not going to put up the power numbers? He's not going to hit home runs? All right, let's, let's see exactly what the Angels got themselves into. And I know they don't have a lot invested. But I guess every major league team wanted this guy. They would be lined up around the block for this guy. 
So we'll wait and see. Arizona 79, Alabama 76, 210 left in the game, and Alabama shooting two. Ah, coming down to the wire for my Arizona Wildcats. When we get back, let's go live to Vegas Runner, uh, live in Las Vegas. What have uh, changed in the baseball odds? Which way the pros are going? Which way the Joes are going? Which have the biggest line movements? All that coming up next right here on Fox Sports Radio. We can't play anything a little bit more peppier than this. Look, okay, it's Christmas. Get in the Christmas spirit. I know, you'll but take a little bit like more it. peppier than this. Yeah, you'll take it and like it already. Christmas time's here. Okay. What does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more in car insurance? It means you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. Gosh, maybe I do need this music. Uh, um, Arizona, real quick, let me just say this. Arizona 86, Alabama 82 now. 16.5 seconds left. Arizona getting another foul shot. So we'll keep you updated on that. Uh, let's go ahead and go to the... Geico Fox Sports Celebrity Hotline. Joining us now, you can check him out at TheBigMoves.com. That's TheBigMoves.com. You can tweet him at Greek underscore Gambler. That's Greek underscore Gambler. It's a Vegas Runner. How you doing, Vegas Runner? Never better, Arnie. Never better. Slow uh, day today with uh, college football not on the agenda. I mean, we had the Army-Navy game, obviously, but uh, it was the first Saturday in a while without college yep. football, but... Excitement uh, with uh, next week we get the Bulls kicking off, and that's always a busy time for Vegas. And the uh, playoffs committee, I think, honestly, if you ask Arnie, the, the odds makers, um, you, you pull the, the bookmakers out here in Vegas, you, you pull the wise guys, I'll, I'd tell you most would say they got three out of the four right based on strictly power ratings alone. You I know, think they so. got all four right, I'd tell you that. But let me let me start with this Vegas runner. Let me ask you about baseball. What goes on, let's say, in the Yankees situation? Uh, does Vegas take down the Yankees' odds to win the World Series through the way to the stand trade is official official? Or do they just keep the number up until it becomes official? How does that work? Yeah, I mean, some books are going to take it down. Some are going to wait for the adjustment. I mean, limits are lower. I mean, you got to remember, too, it's – the heart of football season, bowl season's coming up. You got the NFL. Granted, it's the Yankees. It's Stanton. It's a big deal. Uh, but they're not all that concerned with the futures market. You got to remember, the hold is so great in the yeah. futures. It's very hard for books to lose money. I mean, upwards wow. of 30 40%. Um, so, again, when you compare that to a straight bet, so when you lay 11 to win 10, the hold for the sports book is 4.5%. So out of every $100, they expect to make $4.50. Wow. Out of every $100 that's bet on a future, they expect to make 30 to $40. Woo, so not $4.50, 30 to $40. So they're not too concerned that people are running to the window and <laughs> betting the Yankees at 8-1 to one instead of, you know, 4-1. Uh, to one. That, That's not going to make them nervous. Are yeah. they going to have a uh, prop on this uh, Shea Otani guy? Like, how many home runs, uh, wins, uh, over under uh, batting average, all that stuff, or what? For sure. As you uh, spring training and as you approach the season, it's going to be just like every season, Arnie, with the prop bets for – Pitchers for offensive players. I mean, so you're going to get that for sure. Limits are low on those, but always. And and each book tries to get more creative than the other. But the more creative they are, the props, the the lower the limits. That's what you got to, you know, you always got to remember. The the 
props that are more um, market average, you see across that most book carry, those have a, a little bigger limits. All right, let me ask you about some of the games in the NFL. Oakland's going to be at Kansas City. Kansas City, a four-point favorite. They're playing at home. They've got to end this streak, right? I mean, they started off 5-0. and What are they, like 1-6 and since they... They've got to end this thing and dominate somebody, or is this a bad game to be uh, betting on? You know, the, the, the due system, not a, good, not a good reason to make a bet. As, <laughs> as, as, long, as long as I've been wagering, the due system's never been a moneymaker. You know, but with that said, this game, you haven't seen much movement. Open four and a half, sitting at four. Even the total, open 47 and a half, sitting at around 48 and a half. A little over money, um, but good two-way action. Uh, all the books getting good two-way action on that. The, the betting syndicates haven't taken a position. You got two six and six teams, Arnie. You know, and even as bad with Kansas City, they're six and six against the spread. Where you got Oakland, a big disappointment, not just straight up, but uh, against the Vegas number, they haven't been money makers at all this season. All right, what's going on with Green Bay, Cleveland? Green Bay opened up as a six point favorite down the three. People are saying Cleveland, this is a game they could possibly win, and they will do this. What's at stake here? And what about people? Did anybody bet that Cleveland would go zero and sixteen? And how much money is at stake there? Yeah, I'm sure. You know, there, there was the sixteen and zero prop and the zero and sixteen prop. I'm sure the sixteen and zero prop on the New England Patriots got a lot more money. Um, wow. So the books did just fine there. Because again, remember, coming into the season, New England was one of the most heavily bet, uh, bet teams and even the most heavily favored teams prior to a season kicking off. They were about two to one to win a Super Bowl. I don't remember a two to one. Team for for years, you know that significant of a favor. So there was a lot of sixteen and O's there. Now speaking of this game, Green Bay and Cleveland, you're right. That's the talk that this is the game that Cleveland can win, um, and that's why money's come in on the Cleveland Browns. But again, money's come in on the Cleveland Browns pretty much all season from the betting syndicates, <laughs> kind of like they bet against New England. And how's that done for them? Um, but with this, the only reason I, it scares me to take Cleveland, that's the side I'd look to also, is that. Now that they secured Jackson's job for 2018, I mean, the guy's won in 27 the last two seasons, and he's now guaranteed his job for 2018. Not all that much, you know, on the line, I guess, except to get that zero out in front and get a win. But I, 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 look at it this way, Arnie, you're not making money on Cleveland this year. I, I want not a team I'd be running the, the back with, with two-fisted like it looks like they're doing. All right. Dallas and the Giants, have you ever seen more people wanting to rush to the window to bet a team with two wins like the New York Giants? They're tripping over each other to take the Giants in this game. And that's sharp money that's come in. It opened wow. six. Well, the, the six was based on, on Geno Smith. So the adjustment was ba- made for Eli Manning. And usually it's an over-adjustment. We know that. The betting market overreacts for injuries. They overreact for what a player's worth. And even quarterbacks, which are worth the most, more times than not, the betting market's going to overreact. But in this situation, you're talking about the New York Giants, who, you know, no one's really in a rush to back the New York Giants. But in this spot, I think it's kind of a a, a good situation for them. Besides the fact that you see the adjustment from six down to now, you're looking at three and a half. So a big line move. Uh, But you now have a a coach stepping in that the players like and are going to play for from inside the organization with Spagnuolo. He did the right thing. Let's get Eli Manning back 
uh, under center. That's what the locker room wants. So maybe you're going to get a motivated team that wants to go out there and play hard. It's a divisional game. They have nothing else to play for but maybe throw a wrench into Dallas. So, you know, maybe that's what the, the Sharps are expecting, the Giants to show up. But, you know... I, Home underdog in divisional play, I'm not surprised the sharp money took it. But, again, we, we've seen that uh, the favorites have done good in the NFL this year, at least the last five, six weeks. Vegas runner joining us on the Geico Fox Sports Celebrity Hotline. Now, the best game of the afternoon, not necessarily the most bet game, Philadelphia and the Rams. What's going on in this one? I think it's a pickup game there, Vegas runner. Oh, yeah, it, it is. And it's going to flip-flop back and forth. Rams opened one. Now you have some shops in faraway places offshore that have Philadelphia minus one. They're a little sharper out there. And money's already coming in on Philadelphia. Uh, that's not surprising. I mean, Philadelphia is that team um, that the, the public's in love with right now. And even yep. though the Rams are on fire against the Vegas number. Um, it's Philly that's getting the money here. So I think when it's all said and done and this game kicks off, the books are going to end up needing the Rams side um, based more on public money than anything else. So far, the, the only side that the, the, the betting syndicates have taken is the under. And I was surprised. I thought if they like the under, they'll sit back and, and see if the public drives this line up. It opened 51. That's a key total. Um, now down to as low as 47 and a half. So a significant amount of sharp money on that under in the Philly and Rams game. Who's saying it? The pros or the Joes that don't sleep on the Dolphins take the points and maybe you get an upset here? Who's saying that? Uh, Listen, Arnie, I Here's what's going to happen. I'm going to tell you this right now on Monday Night Football. It's it's a good primetime games this week that it's not going to be heavily one-sided. So the books are kind of relaxed, you know, because you got a big spread Monday night. Um, and even though public's kind of going to take Miami, you know what's going to happen. Sharp money's going to come in. They're going to take the Miami Dolphins. And you know why? Because you got a double-digit home dog in the yep. NFL. You do that blindly over the last how many years? I'm sure you're up a lot of money. That's the trend so the betting syndicates are going to step up they're going to take miami and it's a divisional game as well and the books are not going to have as much risk as they would have if that wasn't going to be the case because i think you're going to get the public they're not going to be afraid to lay the points with new england who has the biggest line movement of the weekend who's uh, who's the game to keep an eye on Right now, you know, tomorrow you're definitely going to see a, a lot of more significant moves. We've seen Minnesota with a big game, Minnesota-Carolina. I was a little surprised early in the week we saw a big move there. I thought that one may move when the public got involved, but that hasn't been the case. Um, that one's the big line move. And finally, Baltimore and Pittsburgh, the Sunday night game. Yeah. And by significant, it's not all that big because five's a dead number. But the fact that opened Pittsburgh six, they're a home team, and and it's down the four and a half out here in Vegas. To me, that that's pretty telling that it looks like there's some money on, on the Baltimore side there. All right. You could uh, get a hold of Vegas Runner at TheBigMoves.com. That's TheBigMoves.com. Or you could tweet him at Greek underscore gambler. That's Greek underscore gambler. Best of luck tomorrow. Always love having you on. We'll speak to you next week. Thanks for having me. Enjoy the games. All right. Take care. Vegas Runner, everybody, uh, joining us as he does every week. Hope that gives you a little bit of the insight what's going on for the games on Sunday. I'm in a good mood now. DeSager, yeah, yeah. my uh, Arizona Wildcats. With a victory. Uh, look at me in a good mood now all of a sudden. Huh, home, home win over Alabama tonight. Now final 88-82. to 82. And it's worth bringing up nationally because there's a guy for Arizona 
that I think most people don't know about yet, because for most of the country, they're not paying major attention to college basketball yet. But he'll be a lottery pick next summer. He's a seven-foot freshman from the Bahamas. DeAndre Ayton averaging 20 points a game. Tonight in the win against Alabama, 29 points, 18 rebounds. Yeah, but we lost to Purdue by 25, so where was he in that game? Plus, we had that three-game losing streak, but... He had over 20 points in that game, yeah. Know, and those are the only so. three games that Arizona's lost, those three straight at the holiday tournament. They won all their games before and since. Not good enough. We have to win every one. <laughs> every one. Number five, Florida played in New Jersey and beat 17th-ranked Cincinnati 66-60. Arkansas upset number 14, Minnesota 95-79. And early in the day, Boston College opened ACC play, beating number one Duke 89-84. Quite a performance for Houston in the late NBA game, down 14 points at Portland to start the fourth quarter. The Rockets still win 124-117. That's nine straight victories for Houston. And James Harden scored 48 points tonight in the loss for Portland. Damian Lillard, 35 points. Doesn't even phase me anymore with those points like that. Lillard from three-point range. This is the best three-point shooting we've seen yet this year. Nine for 16 from long distance. That's okay. Don't you make it sound like that's like unbelievable. Nobody's had nine three-pointers in a game yet this year. Okay, don't get too crazy. Oklahoma City with a comeback overtime win at Memphis, 102-101. Paul George was out with a bruised calf. Carmelo Anthony had 21 points and a key block at the end. Russell Westbrook with a triple-double in victory, including 14 assists. LeBron James at Cleveland had a triple-double with 13 assists. Cleveland beat Philadelphia 105-98 as Kevin Love was out this evening with a sore hip. Cavs have won 14 out of 15. Bad news for Philly. Robert Covington left late in the game with a back injury. He averages 15 points per game. Lakers and Clippers each won. Miami won its game in Mexico City over Brooklyn. Rare wins for Chicago and Atlanta. Also NBA victories for San Antonio and Milwaukee. And yes, the high... Yes? Well, I was going to say, the, no NHL score, no hockey score I, for me. Like, I like will the get Brockville, to it. Wait a minute, the Brockville oh. Tiki's winning 3-2 <laughs> to two as Shea Spanier with 46 saves out of 48 shots oh. for, for, for the win? How about that? How about that? Come on now. Shea named after Shea Stadium for those yes. who aren't aware. I can't believe you didn't give that score. Yeah, I can't believe I didn't have that here off the wire. <laughs> uh, the Heisman Trophy was won by Oklahoma quarterback Baker Mayfield tonight, a guy who started his college career as a walk-on at Texas Tech and yeah. transferred to Oklahoma. The Yankees will reportedly acquire Giancarlo Stanton from the Marlins. 12 NHL games, including a St. Louis 6-1 victory at Detroit today. Tampa Bay has been great. Winnipeg 2. Tampa Bay won at home in overtime against Winnipeg 4-3. Rangers beat New Jersey. Toronto wins at Pittsburgh. And Vegas, the expansion team, wins again, this time 5-3 hey, at, at Dallas. What happened with that tweet that they said that uh, the uh, sports writers were clapping for Nashville in the press box. Did you did you read that? No, no. Me? What is the story? Yeah, you look that up. So go to go look that up from the uh, the Vegas Knights, and they took down the tweet because they said that sports writers were cheering for Nashville. I don't know. It was like getting all blown out of proportion. I don't know if you. So they've now. had to apologize for insulting <laughs> yes. the Nashville. Media. I, they apologized for something. I'm not sure what they apologized for. I don't know what everybody's getting all bent out of shape. But that is not, by the way, the first time I think they've had to apologize for a no, Vegas it isn't. tweet. It's they, like the second. They've I, been a little yeah. loose. I will say that cheering in the press box is a complete oh, no no. If that occurred, you see oh, it people. in college football, but yes, you see it all the time. What are you, nuts? You see it all the time. Yeah, apparently the, the writers requested a, a retraction. They got their uh, apology. So nobody cheered then? Is that what's going on? Well, the team says, 
It has been addressed internally. <laughs> what does that mean? Yeah, I don't know. There is All no right. cheering in the press box. It's a work area. It's a hard and fast rule. Then don't sit in the press box then. Take your exactly. press box and sit outside. Exactly. I have seen people kicked out of a baseball press box for clapping. For clapping for their team? For clapping for a guy who hit a home run, yes. So if somebody clapped in the press box because it was a tribute to somebody who was dying. No, no, that's not it. That's not it. That's what you're making it sound like. That's not cheering. I mean, we all clap for the national anthem or something in a pregame ceremony. That's different. If there was something like like somebody pitched a no-hitter and you stood up to clap out of respect, that's uh, that's a no-no. Well, it would be the end of the game. They wouldn't kick you out at that point. Uh, Look at you. Look at you going back on everything. All right, the game would be I, over. I, tell you, I go to the. I've seen Ben Maller in the press box. That guy, he has like the number one finger and a, and a, and a pennant in his hand when he goes to the press box. <laughs> no, I have seen him at the Rams press box. I have not seen him with a pennant. Just for the record, that guy has like a bullhorn screaming for his. Team. <laughs> no, not. Quite. All right, we're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Easy to save fifteen percent or more in car insurance with Geico. Uh, just go to Geico.com or give them a call, 1-800-947-AUTO. And the only hard part, well, uh, that's figuring out which way is easier. You know, college hoops, I was watching a lot of college basketball today. Uh, I saw Duke lose. I was watching my Arizona Wildcats. I saw the UCLA-Michigan game. And, you know, even though I enjoyed it, it obviously occurs to me that nobody's still getting into it, that these games, for the most part, are meaningless because we know that these teams are going to make it into the tournament anyway. Uh, sure, we'll have the who was number 65 or number 66 and did they deserve to get in and how you could leave this team out. But, man, I don't know. It, it, usually in years past, I'm fine with it. I'm okay if everybody puts it on the back burner. It just seems like this year more – I don't know. Maybe I'm I'm just feeling that, but – it just seems like nobody, but nobody, caring about college basketball right now. I, I, maybe nobody ever did. I don't know until we got to March Madness. But I, I just feel that there were some good games today, and that is so far down the pecking order uh, that nobody even really cares. And and perhaps they don't. I don't know. Maybe it's because I, I went to Arizona because I that, that's maybe the reason I like college basketball. But it seems like a lot of people not into it. So if you want to comment on some college hoops, think of Genius 1, S-T-I-N-K-I-N, Genius, G-E-N-I-U-S, and the number one. As for uh, NFL Week 13, which I am absolutely pumped up. Now we're going to get to the good stuff now. Uh, I am shocked uh, at some monster games. And the one that I'm not shocked about, Packers and the Browns, because I think the Browns are going to go ahead and win their first game. This has the Browns winning spelled all over it. Packers coming in, no Aaron Rodgers. Last game the Browns could possibly win, playing at home. They're only a three-point underdog. I really think the Browns are going to win this game. They've played well last couple of games. I, I really think they take it to the Packers, whose offense is going to be inconsistent. Let's be honest. They're not going to get anything consistently going. People think that the Packers are going to win this game easy. I love the Browns. Watch out for the Browns in this one. This is the game that's got the red flag all over it. Because I know a lot of people think, oh, it's got to be the Packers to play the Browns. Packers win this game. They get Aaron Rodgers back, and everything is good to go. No. Cleveland knows that this is the last game on the schedule that they could possibly win. They know it's either win now or go 0 for 16. And you know and I know that's the last thing they want to do. Just... The rest of the game's on their schedule after the Packer game. They're home against the Ravens. No way they win that one. 
they're at Chicago, possibly, doubtful, and the last game of the year at Pittsburgh. Now, believe it or not, if that game is meaningless for Pittsburgh because they either can't catch the Patriots or they've already locked up home field, they may rest their players, and then that opens the door for Cleveland. But Cleveland knows this is their one golden chance, their one opportunity to go ahead and get that victory. So am I nuts to think that the Browns, I was going to say the Cavaliers, am I nuts to think that the Browns get the first victory of the year? Or does Green Bay win this one, keep the driver's seat warm for Aaron Rodgers until he comes back and then makes a run at the playoffs? So stinking genius one, S-T-I-N-K-I-N, genius, G-E-N-I-U-S, and the number one. The big game, though, of the afternoon Philadelphia and the Rams. And, of course, everybody loving Philadelphia, who, by the way, they're not even the number one seed right now, and people still not giving respect for what the Rams are and what they've been able to accomplish. No matter how many games the Rams win this year, they're always going to be thought of of like that Ram team that was in St. Louis that uh, if you ask people what the Rams' record is right now, people wouldn't even know how many wins they had. People would not know that this is a nine-win team. People would not know how good they were. People would not know that they're going to beat Philadelphia tomorrow. People would not know that because let me tell you something. That's exactly what's going to happen. This is the game of the afternoon. This is the game I cannot wait to see. I don't think Philadelphia is going to be able to match points with them. Now, that defense of Philadelphia, that's the only question I have. Will they be able to slow down or stop the Rams. If they can't, Rams maybe run away with this. I love the Rams and their offense against this Philadelphia team. I think Philadelphia is a tad bit overrated. Not that I don't think they're going to make the playoffs and maybe make a run, but everybody already has them in the Super Bowl. Not so fast. Pump the brakes on Philadelphia before you go ahead and put them in the Super Bowl. Slow down a little bit. Slow down. Uh, getting a lot of text. Arnie, put the bottle down, my friend. You have a show to do tonight. I, you got to be a little bit more specific. You got to tell me what exactly I've said to make it sound like I've been drinking. Was it the baseball takes? Was it, was it the Otani break uh, uh, take? Was it what I said about the Yankees getting Stanton? Because I, I do think that could already put the Yankees, or not think, I, I know now it's going to be the Yankees and the Dodgers. So tell me, oh, stop with that. You just... You're like a big Dodger fan, and you're hitting the thing like that. I'm realistic, Arnie. The, you know the Dodgers will have one of the – they'll be like the second favorite to go to the to the World Series. You know that, don't you? You do know that you're the kiss of death, don't you, Arnie? I know that. Okay, yes, I'm the kiss of death. But I can't be the kiss of death now. It's impossible. There's no way I'm wrong about this. I've been wrong about other things. Look, I picked the Giants and the Dolphins to go to the Super Bowl this year. Yeah, I know. <laughs> You picked the Raiders. What are you hey, laughing they're at? They're still in first place, playboy. You picked the Raiders. Who's in first place, playboy? I should be fired for that Giants-Dolphins pick. You know that, don't you? You should be fired for lots of things. I know that, too. The yeah, things I, that I, go I, behind the scenes here, oh, my Lord. I know. I mean, my, some of my picks have been bad. You know, ever since I started to do the show with Plank on Sundays, my picks have been awful. Plague's teams have been phenomenal, and he gets into the 14th playoff. He got Oklahoma into the Final Four. Uh, his Raiders made a good run last year, and, and, and his Dodgers made a good run, and all my teams stink. Uh, my Mets stink. 
My Arizona Wildcats are having trouble. Uh, really, my Giants and my Dolphins want to make me get sick to my stomach every time I've got to mention them. It's, it's been a horrible sports, I was going to say season, it's been like a horrible sports decade for me. And I don't see it getting any better. I will die before I see my New York Knicks winning championship again. You know that, don't you? Uh, I've already come to the conclusion, like Cub fans did a long time ago, I may never see my New York Knicks win a championship again. I may never see that again in my lifetime. That's how bad things get. We're going to come on back. Who do I like against the spread in the NFL? I'm going to tell you that, plus uh, some news and notes before we get out of here. That's coming up next right here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, great news, everybody. There's a quick way you can save money. Just switch to Geico. Go to Geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on car insurance. All right, by the way, Raider Ryan, did you get the uh, package I sent you for Christmas with, with like, the Vermont syrup and stuff like that? Yeah, I got your package, and, and Arnie, I don't think it's really appropriate for you to send those dirty pictures to me through the mail. Wow! I really don't appreciate that. <laughs> don't laugh at that. You're encouraging him. Mike Myers, did you get my uh, package of, of all the crap I sent in there or what? The way you phrased that was really weird, but yes, I did get okay. what you're referencing, so, and, and that was and, very nice of you. And by the way, I, I just want you to guys, please don't spend more than a couple hundred dollars on me, okay? Uh, don't spend more than $500 Why? on me. Why? Because game. you're going to lose all the money betting on my Browns and wow. betting on the Yankees? You don't like that pick, do you, huh? I, it's, you're, you're the kiss of death on this show, man. If, if there's one thing I've learned in the last handful of months that I've worked with you, you've been the kiss of death to Ryan, you've been the kiss of death to the Dodgers, so it's like, hey, Browns have a legitimate chance to win. If they lose, wonder, man, I'm blaming you. I wonder if I could make money doing that, like renting myself out to root Against your favorite team because I am the kiss of death. It's like, it's like some type of weird voodoo. It is. It's like you have a doll somewhere. Yeah, like what the voodoo now. I'm serious. I I could rent myself out. Kiss of death. I will root uh, uh, for or against your team, which means that they're guaranteed to win. All right, matter of fact, give me a little music. Let me go ahead and tell you who I like for the games coming up tomorrow. Uh, let's see if I can get on a little bit of a roll. My picks have been good. Like, well... My game picks, not my Super Bowl pick, but my game picks will be good. Let's start at the top. I love, I love the Buffalo Bills minus three against the Colts. I, I Look, I don't care who's the quarterback. Even though it's going to be, what, Peterman's going to be the quarterback out there? That's good enough for me. They're playing at home. I'm only going to lay three, and the Colts will roll over and die. It's like the living against the dead. Give me the Bills minus the three against Indianapolis. All right. Even though I know better. I'm going to jump on the Kansas City Chiefs bandwagon. Though I did jump on the bandwagon when they were 5-0. and Look what I've done to them. Ever since I said my Kansas City Chiefs, guys, they've gone 1-6, I think. Now, that's the kiss of death. That's the kiss of death. But I'm going to reverse the fortunes there. Give me the Chiefs. Minus the four against the Oakland Raiders, who have pretty much rolled over. Uh, Ryan, yeah, it's you're done. insane. It's done for your Raiders. It's done. I'm going to take Minnesota minus two and a half on the road against Carolina. That game actually started as a pick of a lot of money coming in on Minnesota, who I believe is such on a roll. I can't trust Carolina. Give me Minnesota minus that one. Upset special number one. I don't want the three. I don't need the three. I'm going to take the three. The Browns over the Green Bay Packers. And the Browns get their first win of the season. How about them apples? 
I'll believe like it. I'll, be, I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. Like I said, if we lose, it's all your fault, Arnie. Do you have a Browns jersey, by the way? I do, actually. Do you wear that out in public? Uh, yes, I do. And do people give you grief over that? Yeah, they kind of are like, oh, poor you. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Uh, a couple other games. I'm taking my Giants. Plus three and a half against the Cowboys. And my Dolphins, upset special number two. They beat the Patriots. <laughs> I'm, what am I doing, a comedy routine? What am I doing, a comedy routine? There you have my picks. Do them as you please, but please, please, please remember now, they are strictly for entertainment purposes only. Coming up next, straight out of Vegas. With my buddies, RJ Bell and Steve Cofield. you're going to love the show, guys. You're going to love it if you like a Vegas perspective. You want to see what's going on for the games tomorrow? Straight out of Vegas. R.J. Bell, Steve Cofield. That's coming up at the top of the hour. Uh, thanks to the guys. Uh, thanks to Raider Ryan. Thanks to Eminem producing the show. To Sager. I'm on Sunday with Plank. 11P to 2A Eastern. Make sure you tune in. Uh, right here on Fox Sports Radio. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.